it's Brittany with another awesome episode of the DWP podcast. Now remember, DWP stands for do it with passion. But there's a second part of that quote, which is, or don't do it at all. Sometimes it's a lot easier to choose to just not do things at all than to do them with passion. Often it's because throughout our day, we feel like we're playing catch up. We feel overwhelmed, we feel overworked, we feel like we just can't get it together. And what does this do? It creates a mindset that puts us even further behind. So today we are going to unpack some serious stuff. I'm gonna be bringing up some real world problems and talking through how working in some new habits can actually change the way you start your day, the mindset you have throughout the day, and the time you think you have in a day to get everything done. So here we go. The 15th episode, which will be the final episode of season one of the DWP podcast, five habits that will change your life. Okay, let's jump into this. So five habits that will change your life. Number one, plan out your personal life too. Work-life balance is just that, a balance. So if you want more time with your family, if you want time to clean your house and cook a nice dinner instead of grabbing that cheeseburger on the way home, if you want time to read a chapter of a book, catch up on your favorite show, or maybe some time to focus on your hobbies, you have to stop expecting it to happen around your work schedule. You also need to stop wasting more time blaming work for not having enough time to do those things you want to do outside of it. Instead, it's better to just simply have realistic expectations and build a schedule that includes it all. Listen, I have not always been a planner. And even when I became one, I wasn't always planning the right things, or at least not all the things I needed to focus on in my schedule. I have been a work planner for several years, but it wasn't until last year that I became a life planner. And this has definitely allowed me to have so much more time doing the things I love and not having guilt that I'm not giving enough. I hear people say all the time that they're just not a planner or that they don't have time to plan, but I'm telling you that since I started the habit of strategically building my life schedule, I actually feel like I have more time in the day. I have less anxiety from forgetting things or not managing my time and getting behind and overwhelmed. You may not be a planner right now, but you could be. And I'm gonna tell you exactly how to do it. Time management is a big part of life planning. So we're going to be scheduling your life by taking three steps. If you have access to paper and pen or pencil right now, go ahead and pull that out because we're gonna be doing a little activity together. If you don't, that's okay. Just kind of keep this activity in mind and then you can utilize it later on. The first step we're going to take is I want you to write down everything you need to do and everything you want to do this week. The second step is we're going to write down how much time you need 
or would like to have for each of those items. Now, I really want you to be realistic when you do this. Think about how long it's going to take you to get there, how long it's going to take you to complete it, how long it's going to take you to finish it up. We really want to get down to the specifics. The third step is to then build a schedule that creates balance. The balance comes from understanding how balance works, which really what I mean by that is if you have a shorter workday, you're able to schedule longer personal items after work or before work. If you have a long work day, you don't have that same amount of time. This is why planning is so important. So we can pre-plan to do those things that take a longer amount of time on the days where we can actually do them. Here's a good example. Let's say that I have a shorter work day. Maybe I get off at four o'clock. So I wanna be realistic. I'm not going to start scheduling a bunch of life experiences from four to 10 o'clock at night. I'm probably going to schedule some things more so between four and eight o'clock. Why? Because I wanna leave some buffer time and some just overall winding down, nothing going on time. So from eight to 10, I'm not going to be scheduling anything. I wanna be in bed by 10 o'clock, so those two hours will give me the time to wind down, get everybody in bed, do all the things as far as bedtime routines, and now I am left with four hours from four to eight to schedule out some life experiences. Maybe I say, you know what, it's gonna take me about an hour to cook and clean up after dinner, so I wanna go ahead and put that in my schedule so I have a realistic time frame. okay? I still have three hours left. Maybe I have a lot of little things that I wanna get done in those three hours. Or perhaps I wanna schedule some life experiences that take a lot of time because I have it. So maybe I'll spend some of that time brainstorming on some new podcast episodes or recording them. Or maybe I'll take my son to the park and have a nice evening out with the family. Things I wouldn't be able to squeeze into a longer work schedule day and certainly wouldn't have time to do on a whim. Just like planning your work week helps you prioritize and get everything done for your job, we want to prioritize our personal lives too. This may mean incorporating a better morning or evening routine to give yourself more time in a day. We will get to that later on in the episode. But what I want your mindset to be right now in talking about this first habit is that if you're not a planner, just give it a try. Just try it for one month and see if it makes a difference. Now the second thing is, if you are a work planner right now, I want you to try to become a life planner instead. All right, are you ready for habit number two? Drown out the negativity on the way to work. If you are dreading the day the whole way to work, Your mood starting that day will increasingly become worse. Just by having a negative mindset starting out your day, it can make your whole attitude spiral. What I would recommend, just like I said, drown out the negativity with something that takes your mind off the rough day ahead. 
Instead of listening to mind-numbing music, which often just gets our mind rolling with tons of ideas and negativity because we're not really listening, it's just noise, try listening to a podcast. Now, it could be motivational. It could be trash TV talk, if that's what you're into. The point is, is that it gets your mind off the negativity because you're almost forced to listen to what they have to say. You're thinking about what this person is telling you instead of the negative things that you might see ahead. Now, if you do want to listen to music, I get it. But listen to something that will make you sing along. That song that you know all the lyrics to and it makes you jam and puts you in a good mood. If you want to enjoy the silence, give yourself specific things to think about on the way to work. This could be ideas for an upcoming project or you could really try to change your mindset by thinking of one thing you could do to add positivity to your day. Maybe you want to think about a creative greeting to set the tone for your coworkers to have a better day. It could also be something you plan to do for yourself, like planning to get your favorite snack on your break. Whatever you decide to think about before you get in the car, try to focus on that and make sure it's something that will put you in a positive mindset going into your day. Because we all know if we walk in feeling negative, the whole day will probably become just that. Habit number three. Set yourself up for a good morning. How many of you have had a morning where everything seems to be in chaos? You're running around trying to get things done. You're running behind. You're screaming at the kids. You're mad at the dog because he won't come back inside. And everything is just going wrong. And you're so mad at everybody for not making it easier on you. I've got news for you. You have the opportunity to make it easier for yourself by setting yourself up for a good morning. The quote unquote, oh, I'll do it in the morning comment, it never works. We just run out of time. We sleep in. We feel overwhelmed. If you're done feeling that way, let's start to change the way that we do our mornings by changing the way that we do our evenings. Check the weather. Lay out your clothes. Lay out the kids' clothes. Gather everything you need, everything they need. Oh, and when you're on your way home and you see that gaslight come on, don't say, oh, it's fine. I'll just get up early and do it on the way to work in the morning. Because guess what? You're not going to do that. You're going to wake up at the same time you always do and you're going to stress out and it's going to be a chaotic mess trying to get to the gas station and not be late for work. Yeah, we have all been there. We've all done it. I do it still to this day, but I am telling you that if we just get our gas on the way home from work, we will set ourselves up for a better morning. Now, we also want to try to make our mornings a little bit better by getting our mind and body used to Not only when we wake up, but also when we go to sleep. That's right. It's not just about when you wake up. It's about when you go to bed. So be consistent. Even on the days that you don't have to get up early, go to bed at the same time every day of the week. Now you're probably thinking, but Brittany, like I party on Saturdays. I get it. 
we're going to have those days where we do stay up a little late. We have things going on. But I'm just saying if you are consistent as possible in the time that you go to bed each night, it will create healthy habits for your mind and body to get used to and feel better when you wake up in the morning. Habit number four goes right along with the last one. Go to bed with a clean living space. So in addition to preparing yourself for the next morning by getting everything ready and as much done as possible, you also want to create a clean, fresh slate for yourself each day. So by doing the dishes this evening, I don't have this happen. I wake up in the morning, I'm trying to get ready for work, I'm walking around the chaos and the hustle and the bustle of everybody doing all of the things, and I see the dishes sitting in the sink that I didn't feel like doing last night because I wanted to watch that episode on Netflix. And so I say to myself, well, I really should have done that last night. I should probably do it this morning, but I don't have time. So I go to work and I think about those dishes all day. I think about how they're waiting for me, waiting for me to come home and that's what I get to spend my time doing. When you set yourself up the evening before for the morning that you plan to have, You are creating a fresh slate for yourself. You're walking from room to room getting ready and not being distracted or not feeling negativity towards something that you didn't do. You're also not leaving the house with a to-do list a mile long that you have to think about all day. And when you get home, guess what? You get to walk into a clean home where you don't have to spend your time doing more work. And here's the thing. Even if bedrooms aren't necessarily picked up, the living space being clean when you wake up in the morning and leave the house for work, that will bring you peace. Side note though, if you do decide to do anything additional in the morning to start with a clean slate, like maybe in the bedrooms, pro tip, make your bed. There is so much to say about making your bed in the morning U.S. Navy Admiral William H. McRaven says that if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. Let me tell you, it is your first accomplishment each and every day. All right, here is our last and final habit. Habit number five, stop going to bed with your phone. I know you guys instantly are like, of course, that's one of the habits. Because we all know why going to bed with our phones is not a good idea. The endless scrolling, you're not alone. In one study done by Sleep Score Labs, we can see that over 70% of us have this bedtime habit. But here's some facts. The blue light from your phone makes it difficult for your body to produce melatonin, which doesn't just affect our ability to sleep, but also to wake up easily the next day. Again, remember, we're trying to set ourselves up for success to have a better morning. And when we spend our entire night on our phone, it can actually affect that morning. And have you ever heard of doom scrolling? I hadn't, but as soon as I started doing research on this topic, I was like, oh my gosh, I've totally been caught in this rabbit hole before. This rabbit hole is when we get caught up in a negativity 
scrolling war, okay? So basically, maybe you watch a TikTok video, and that video has something really, really negative in it. And then you look at the comments, and then you end up just scrolling through those comments, getting frustrated by the things that people are saying that maybe you don't agree with. Maybe you're seeing something horrible in the news on your phone that's really just giving you anxiety. All of these things, whether it's anger or anxiety towards what you're doom scrolling through, it's hard to shut down. It's hard to shut down the way you feel and just go to sleep, right? So you continue to stay awake thinking about all of these horrible negative things that are happening and you can't get to bed. This can even affect your mood the next morning because even if you aren't thinking about it, it's still stuck in your brain. Now, some of you deal with this. Maybe you put your phone down, you know, at a reasonable hour, but if you wake up in the middle of the night, the first thing you do is you start scrolling. Pick up that phone and just get going right again. Remember, this will just keep you awake and keep you from reaching your full potential the next morning. So here's some things that we're going to do. Set a time each night to put the phone down and don't pick it up again until the next day. Now, what is that magic time? Most professionals on this topic would recommend 30 minutes to an hour before bed. At this time, you ditch the phone. Now, you can decide what that time frame is, but I know some of you are already like, mm, that's going to be a problem for me. Listen, I just want you to try it for one week. For one week, plug in your phone. You might even plug it in somewhere where it's unreachable from your bed and see if it changes your sleep habits and your mood in the morning. Oh, and in the last moments of your screen time the night before, try to end on a positive note. Be supportive towards someone's post. Send a message to a friend or family member or watch an inspiring video. That's the best way to end your day. I'm sure you have seen that thing going around social media that states, you choose your hard. It's hard to get up and do those dishes and lay out your clothes in the evenings. It's also hard to feel rushed and overwhelmed when you have to do it the next day. It's hard to put down the phone. It's also hard to get the rest we need when we don't. It's hard to start planning. It's also hard to get things done without a plan. Choose your hard. Now, to make all of this just a little bit easier for you, I have a ton of resources that you can utilize from my website right now. There is a blog post all about tips and tricks on planning where you can download my DWP planner sheets, print them, use them, and there's even a video to show you how. I also have a free online course made just for you called the Ultimate Planners Checklist for Beginners. This course will teach you how to create a planner that you will actually use. You can get all of this and more by going to dwppodcast.com, click on Get Started, and after you've subscribed, check your email. Your email will have a special passcode. This passcode is your all-access pass to all of my freebies, my online courses, and a ton of other great things you can use right now. You never know which of these five habits we discussed today could be the breakthrough to a major change in your life. So get up, get planning, and do it with passion. 